Welcome to the Mystical Truths Podcast. This is Rebecca, and I'm really glad you're here. Let's unlock your world. You know, it's really bizarre that we have all of this guidance available to all of us all of the time, and we forget. We don't pay attention to it. We don't understand it. I've talked before about how guidance works and that non-physical is always streaming. So you have the source of creation. You have all those in non-physical. You have the rest of you, meaning your inner being, your higher self, the higher percentage of you that is not physically focused right now, but paying attention and guiding. You have all of that. And there's more. Life itself is guiding you always. Life is a really great guide. It's a great teacher. And it isn't even hard or difficult to tune into the guidance of source, non-physical, your inner being, the guidance of life itself. It just takes a desire and a shift in where your focus is. There's a field here of energy that is full of data to help you out, to assist you. It's a field of what's now, of what's happening right now. And if you pay attention, you'll be available to that data or that information. So how do you pay attention? You be aware of what's surrounding you. You just be aware of what's surrounding you. Be in your space and feel, listen, sense, get curious. You can't tell what's here in this field if your mind is out there and all scattered. You just don't fully grasp it when you're trying to figure things out. You know, not too long ago, my daughter and I were going to run some errands, do some shopping with her two boys. And it was just easier for us to meet up at a park and ride and leave her vehicle there, and we all went in mine. If any of you are around my area, it's the Bull Creek Park and Ride. It's dark. When I pick them up, all is well. Off we go, finish shopping, come back. And as we're pulling to her vehicle, we noticed the a little car next to her SUV had its lights on and the passenger side door open. So we tried not to block it as I backed over so that we could unload some things from my vehicle into hers. And we're, it was just curious because nothing was happening, but this door was open. The interior lights were on. Couldn't see anybody. And I thought, okay, it feels all right. Strange, but it feels all right. So we transferred the items, loaded her boys up. She said, Mom, I don't see anybody up front in that car. And I said, just get in the car. I'll call 911 and, and we'll go about our way. So we got her and the boys in the car. It still felt odd, but it felt okay. I felt no desire or impulse to go and look in the vehicle. It was dark. There was there were no other people around. There were other cars around, but it's kind of a secluded area. And it was cold. And this door's open. And I thought if somebody's in there in the back seat or whatever, it's really cold. I uh, hope they're okay. But nothing in me wants to go and look. Nothing was calling me to go and check to see if somebody needed help or what was going on. Everything in me said, 
get your stuff in the vehicle and leave. And so I pulled out onto the road, called 911, gave them the license plate number and left. And that's what I mean by be aware of what's in the field. It didn't feel dangerous to me, but it felt just like I should transfer the stuff and we should go and I should report it. I have no idea what, what, if there was anybody in the vehicle, I have no idea what happened. Although they did dispatch somebody over, they told me. And that's enough. If I had felt an impulse or if it felt really good to go over and look in the car windows, I would have done that. So it's, it's so much easier when you're not figuring out what to do and you're not panicking. Here we are, it's nighttime, it's cold, who knows what's going on in that car. Just feel the feel around you, sync up with what feels good, and move on. You know, it's kind of like if you think about how people navigated many, many years ago without maps, no GPS. It reminds me of kind of like the Disney um, animated movie Moana. You know, she noticed that her ancestors, she found out they were voyagers. And they knew their way because they read the wind and the sky and the stars and the water. The movie, in part of the movie, I think it was in the song, they said... They knew where they were, and they knew who they were, because they were reading every sign from inside. And once Moana realized that she had to be aware from the inside, from inside herself, she was able to navigate. Because we can't see what's right here if we're not right here where we are. That's where you connect with the data. So there's nothing to figure out. It's just there. And there's a sensing of it. Maybe our survival today doesn't depend on life's guidance as much as it did in the past, but our well-being still does. That's still important to our well-being, and it always has been. Because logic just is not enough. Your logic doesn't have a broad enough vision to see what's going on behind the scenes or to see what other people are thinking and, and decisions and actions that other people are engaging in. You know, and sailors knew that even if a port from one port to another port could be a straight line, that they would not sail in a straight line to that next port. Just the ever-changing winds made tacking necessary. They would zigzag and sometimes quite a ways out from the direction they wanted to go in because they had to sense or feel the direction of the wind before it got to them. They had to read the water. They had to tune into signs from the creatures in the water because all of life was guiding them. They were reading the field and they were therefore available to inspired thoughts, inspired knowing. But if they were focused on figuring it out or doing it the way someone else did it or the same way they did it the last time, they'd miss out on all of that current information there to assist them. And that's especially so when the waters get choppy, right? That's when tuning into the field is really vital 
Athletes call it being in the zone or getting in the zone. So the next time you're befuddled, take a deep breath, remind yourself of all of this guidance that's always there, currently there, and get a little curious. Sniff around it a little bit. But it's actually better to do this when you're not befuddled. So you develop a getting used to kind of thing with recognizing that there's information around you in the space that you're in. So let's say you're a sailor on a big body of water, no land in sight. The winds are changing fast. The sky is darkening. No sea creatures in sight. This is not a time to figure it out. You've just got to, if you want to be well, have things work out, you've just got to focus in the field, in the moment, in your gut. Because in that type of focus, there's a lot of unfolding data sinking right up. Ideas, responses, clicking together. Ease in the chaos. So you've got to find your focus in the field. You know, and the difference between freaking out and finding your focus in the field is huge. And it just takes some practiced focus, just some curiosity, just some awareness of the now. If you're more used to being aware of your field, then obviously it's going to be easier for you when your seas are choppy to bring yourself there. You know, I talked before in a different recording about the maze analogy, the maze of life. I'll explain it briefly. It's, it's, it's just the idea that came to me that life is like a giant maze that is always changing, that is interacting with everybody in it and everything in it. And there are no walls. You have guidance coming from love itself that is helping you navigate. And the maze is helping you navigate. The stuff in the maze is being synced up to help you navigate. And today's maze is a pretty full and fast-moving one. We have all sorts of technology today that makes it a little easier not to rely on your field, rely on the technology more. And, you know, the technology is not a bad thing at all, as long as you include or retain your awareness of that guidance. So yes, technology is a wonderful thing. Can we focus so much on that, that we're, we rely on that instead of all of this guidance that, that is around us? Sure we do. But do we have to? No. You can have both. And even though technology came out of or came from source, it's so little compared to a direct line to source. And that line is free and doesn't require shipping like technology does. So today it's March 2nd, and here in Pennsylvania, the seasonal birds are back. They're singing. But they're not here. They're not back because of the date. They're back because the field has return in it. There are no instructions for them, no rules to follow, no doing it the same as we did it last year kind of thing. The field has winter is over enough in it. 
and they respond to that, and so can you. You know, I love to feed and watch the birds and the squirrels. I have a large window in my dining room with some bushy tree kind of things on the other side of it. And I just love to watch so many different types of birds, especially now that a lot of them, a lot more of them are back. And they just come in and out all day long. And I've noticed that they don't fly away because they're afraid of us. They fly away when our fields don't jive. If you can relax, love them, be easy, they'll hang around. Have you ever been in an easy mood and had a butterfly come and sit on your shoulder or an animal or a bird come near? It's a fun thing. They'll come and play with you or be by you if you are in their type of field. So you can try that out as sort of a practice of getting into that zone, getting into that understanding what's in your field which then helps you be available to guidance from the field, from non-physical. You can practice by watching the animals, watching the birds or the squirrels, and just be one with them. Be in that carefree, easy-flowing place. I remember a year or two ago, I have wonderful squirrels come around. And there was one that was sitting out across the yard. I was standing at the back door and this beautiful squirrel sitting on a rock, just looking around. And I thought in my mind, as I looked and was just adoring the squirrel, come here, come play, come here. I would love to have you come closer. And sure enough, here she jumped down off the rock and headed my way, stopped. And I said, it's okay. Come here. And he came a little further, came a little further, and then darted over to the dining room window and came up on the ledge. So what a fun thing, right? He did, the squirrel didn't have to come up to the door. The squirrel made it more fun by going to where we usually meet anyway. So just some thoughts on, you know, recognizing that there's a lot of guidance How are we not getting most of this? How are we missing most of this guidance? Well, the answer to that is we get super focused here in this reality. And it's okay to be focused here. But if you want to co-create here, if you want to be part of this beautiful sort of dance of life that's going on, a better part of it, a recognizable part of it, then just pay attention. Be aware of you, be aware of your space, be aware of where you're at. There's a difference between be aware of your surroundings because you're protecting yourself and you have to watch out. That's, a, that's not a tuned in version. A tuned in version is I'm just aware. I'm aware of what I, where I feel like going, what I feel like doing, what's lighting up for me, what just sort of seems like a good idea right now. And so you can do that and glide past those dangers that the other version of knowing your surroundings is looking out for, just glide right past them. Unless they have some usefulness for you because there's honey in everything. So there you go. Just something to think about. If you like the talks that I'm sharing, um, pass them along. I appreciate you listening. 
You can find me at mysticaltruths.com. Mm-hmm.